What's up, you guys? Happy Sunday, and welcome back to your favorite podcast, at least favorite Sunday podcast, Brunch with Des B. I'm your host, Des, also known as Des B. I hope you're having a fantastic start to your day. Um, thank you uh, so much for you guys who listened to last week's episode. I literally dropped... If there was a ball that could be dropped, I dropped it because last week was my 100th episode and I didn't do anything. (laughs) Like what? One of the most, one monumental episode and I just completely shit the bed. So um, thank you guys for tuning into that. Advice from me um, was the last episode. Um, two episodes ago, we talked about stop gaslighting yourself. Um, three episodes ago, we had tell me a secret. Um, and then of, other than that, we kind of talked, you know, beginning of the year. So, um, it's crazy that we're already like five podcasts into the year. Um, because it just, it it goes so fast. Um, So I'm not sure if you guys already noticed, I'm looking at it right now and I can tell a lot of you have, but you can rate Brunch with Desby on Spotify now. So if you go to Spotify, you pull up Brunch with Desby, it gives you an option to hit however many stars. I I can understand that not every episode is for everyone. So if you don't want to give me a five, I I get it. Like if you want to be an actual Raider. I totally get it. I don't have a lot of guests ever. So like, again, I get it. Um, but if you did give me a five star, I would appreciate it. Um, it just, I don't even think it really does. <laughs> I don't think it does anything. If you rate a podcast, um, to be honest, it just kind of, uh, maybe boosts it on the chart. Maybe, may, you know, maybe it says recommended under another podcast. I don't really know. So, um, but anyways, I'm so excited to be sitting here today. I realized after I named the episode and, and I said, like, it's over. I'm like, shit, people are going to think like long distance marriage. It's over They're It's like a people tabloid. Um, it's a perfect example of kind of like that old sentence where it's like, we ate, we ate grandma for dinner or something, you know, and it's like, they forgot the comma. So instead it's like, we ate grandma. It's like, we ate comma grandma, right? (laughs) So anyways, I was like, oh fuck. Well, so Wyatt and I are definitely not done, but what is done is our long distance marriage, our LDM. Um, we are, (laughs) We are not polygamous. We are monogamous. I think, right? We'd be monogamous. Um, so I remember just our episode a few, what, probably a month ago when um, I said how Wyatt was like in space. And then I said that we were bringing in another woman. And then I said that um, he was like with Elon Musk, just a bunch of other stories. But our polygamy scheme is over. <laughs> it never even began. Let me just make that very clear. But we are officially done. Wyatt is in my vagina, my, uh, my fuck my home. He's in my home this weekend. He has officially quit his job. He is self-employed. He is, he's going for it and I'm supporting it. And I'm, I'm saying go little rock star, you know? And, And yes, I know that that's not the actual lyric, but, um, I'm just, you know, I'm like, go Wyatt. I'm, go Wyatt. I'm right here. I'm right here cheering for you. So he is on his way to, um, just continuing in real estate, continuing on his journey 
to figure out what he, you know, what, what does he love and what, what does he want to do? And he's just such a fantastic dad and an amazing husband. And it's, it's just been so hard to be away from him. And honestly, just, it's, it was hard on our marriage for a minute there, you know? Um, so I just wanted to kind of back up talk about long distance, talk about long distance marriage. I've, we've done them both. We, him and I, we did long distance in college, um, for like mm, a year and a half, almost two years. And then we just did a long distance marriage with a fucking kid with me being pregnant since basically August. So you got August, September, October, November, December, January, virtually five to six months we have been apart. Um, and he's coming home. Well, he is home by the time you're listening to this, but I do record early as you guys know that. So he's coming home on Friday night, Saturday. My mom is scooping up Maddox. We're going to go lift together have sex in the bathroom there. Like, I don't know. We might just have a little bit of fun. Um, and then we have the whole day by ourselves. So I'm not going to be on social media other than posting like a happy birthday post for him because he is turning 26. Um, I am nine months older than him. So I'll be turning 27 in April. He turns 26 on Saturday and we're just gonna have a fun time. I actually, this is a super like fun date night. If you guys have never ordered from this place. Uh, it is called gold belly, G O L D B E L L Y like a belly. And it, it like hosts a bunch of different restaurants that are usually very like high rated stars, nice restaurants, the most well-known deep dish pizzas, the, the best ice cream, the best desserts, you know, whatever you want to do. Um, and they'll actually ship it to your house. So Wyatt introduced this to me a f- maybe last year. I don't remember what we got last year, but just this recent Thanksgiving, Wyatt ordered uh, charcuterie board stuff from there and uh, also a Grater's ice cream, which I know you can probably get Grater's anywhere. I think it's Grater's. I don't think it's greater. It was something, but it was like this decadent dessert that you can't just go to the grocery store and get, right? So you ship it from the restaurant. And so this restaurant's partner with goldbelly.com and they host their menus on there. So I got us um, pregnancy friendly, um, make your own like sushi from a very, very upscale restaurant in New York. And um, so we're going to make our own sushi rolls with all of the ingredients in like stuff that they send, right? So they send it so you can assemble it. So I'm really excited for that. And then I actually got us um, Froyo from, again, this really nice upscale Froyo place. I believe it was also in New York. Um, But for college, we would always do sushi and Froyo. That was like our date night. I mean, it still is when I'm like not pregnant. Obviously there is some sushi you can eat when you're pregnant, but um, a lot of the good shit you can't have. So it's like, you know, sometimes I just, I don't go there because it makes me sad. However, I got stuff that was pregnancy friendly. And, um, so we're going to do that and just kind of take us back. We're going to take the King mattress and we're going to take it out to the living room and we're going to, you know, cuddle intensely. And then we're going to have a movie marathon. So we're in between Marvel, like the Marvel Avengers type series, Hobbit, Lord of the Rings, maybe Harry Potter, um, or we might find a good Netflix series or like a, 
a series of like show to binge and like watch together. So we're kind of unsure, but that's, that's what our whole day and night's going to look like. Like I said, my mom is watching Maddox. So it'll only be my second time ever away from him overnight. Um, and it's just going to be a me and why a day. And I'm just, I'm so excited. So, um, did you guys really give a fuck about that? I don't know, but I'm so excited. Um, and yeah, so that's kind of like what's on the itinerary for this weekend. Um, Thursday, again, when you guys are listening to this, it's already probably posted on my Instagram. I do go to U of M again. Um, and then next week I go to Bronson on Friday. So, um, at that point I will be 26 weeks pregnant. I'll go back to U of M one more time, back to Bronson. And then we'll kind of like, based on U of M going forward, they'll kind of let me know what the potential rest of delivery and birth pregnancy is going to look like. So just keep me in your thoughts there. Keep baby A in your thoughts there. And I will be very transparent. Um, we are totally sharing the name very soon. If not, uh, if not, I've already shared it, to be honest. Um, Wyatt and I, we, number one, who gives a fuck, right? If anything, I'd rather claim this name before it comes out. Do you know what I'm saying? And number two, why like, why do we wait to share the name? Right? Like, like, why do we do that? I don't know. I know some people don't. I know some people don't. But why, why did I? Right? Um, And so when I keep saying like, baby A, baby A, like, don't get me wrong, it's cute. But I just want to like, be so proud of him. Like, I want to take pride in this baby and his name and his story. And so when I say, you know, oh, can you guys, you know, pray over blank? I want to say his name. I want it to be like, if you're praying for him or you're thinking of us or whatever, I want you to be able to, to call him who he is. Right. And so we're definitely sharing the name. I don't give a fuck. Literally fucks are given nowhere right now. Um, so that is definitely going to happen soon. Other than that, things have been going really great. Um, I'm in a totally different mindset than last week. I just, I feel so optimistic. I've been feeling the baby move a lot. See, like, I just want to say his name. Anyway, I've been feeling the baby move a lot. Um, and I, I just get this weird piece of like, mom, like I'm good, you know, like keep doing you, take care of you. You, I got me, you got you, you're doing what you can do for me already. You know, I just, I feel this weird piece and, um, I just, I'm going to follow that. And I, I'm just going to manifest that. I'm going to live in that, in that positivity. Um, because I think the moment that we try to borrow trouble is the moment that the ship seems to sink. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, let's just stay positive. Let's just stay trustworthy of medicine and doctors and ultrasounds and all of these great things. And, um, when he comes out and enters this world, um, it is just going to be, not only is my family going to be complete, but what a testimony of what you can go through as a mother carrying a baby and what a baby can go through and overcome and just be a fucking warrior, you know, just, it is amazing. I just, babies are so resilient. I've seen it with Maddox and I get to see it again. And I just think that is so fucking cool. So very honored to, to have my journeys be my journeys. Um, we do have a really cool episode coming out on Wednesday with Below the Influencer with Sue Bush, also known as Sue Gaines. She is one of my great friends. Um, we talk all about digestion 
And it is the most in-depth conversation I've ever heard on digestion that we've all had together, me, her, and Emily. And it was just fantastic. So if you're someone who you wake up and you think, oh, oh God, I'm bloated. I'm bloated right away. How can I better my digestion? Whatever it might be. You need to listen to this episode. It is just so good. I literally can't even put it into words. So much information, so many things to, to think about, to practice, to try. Um, it's just great. And that, again, that comes out Wednesday. Um, so yeah, I think that's kind of it for housekeeping. Oh my gosh. New merch is coming. I already, I've seen the preview. I love it. I love it. I just, my graphic designer, she just finesses. And so I'm really excited for new merch, um, including sincerely, <laughs> including sincerely merch. Uh, we fucking did it guys. Sincerely is coming. Sin- like sincerely. Um, but anyway, so let's kind of dive more into the episode in general. Um, I know I kind of, I've been talking to your guys' ear off in the beginning lately. So I, ho- I hope you like it. I feel like the more that I can just, again, keep this fun, keep this light. We're just having a blast here. Um, I don't know. All podcasts start this way, right? So don't hate the player, hate the game. I have a fresh diet Mountain Dew. Mm. I actually haven't had one in a while to like to be very transparent um man it's probably been a couple weeks Mm. i just haven't had them stocked you know what i'm saying um okay long distance long dick distance long dick long distance how to get dick long distance how to keep your dick long distance how to Long distance, your dick, dick in distance. <laughs> Long distance. That, let's just call it that. Um, there are so many different facets to distance, and it's so relative based off couple, right? There's so many people listening that are probably doing LDR with maybe their spouse that is in the Army or Navy or, or you know, serving our country. We got deployment. Then we got other types of distance that involve just, you know, maybe your spouse travels, right? Maybe they're gone for weeks at a time. Uh, my mom and dad did long distance kind of because my dad would drive cross country um, trucks, like semi truck, semi trucks. So he would be home for like maybe a week, but then he'd be gone for like two weeks, right? So there's different facets and different ways that people find themselves in long distance where they might not have before. Um, in college, in, in early relationships, long distance could simply mean we met on Tinder and we live in different cities. Um, long distance could be one graduates and the other still in school. So the one goes on and lives life and the other one is kind of waiting to join, right? So again, just different tiers and even high school, maybe you were dating someone from a different neighboring high school, right? Maybe maybe they were the rival school and you found yourself hopping the dick on your rival school, right? So 
long distance can start anywhere in a relationship and, and it can do a lot to a relationship. I think that long distance can sometimes foster a healthier relationship at a certain point in time because each individual is allowed to grow and allowed to experience independence again, maybe after not for a while. Um, and it kind of almost like rejuvenates yourself, right? However, it's weird because it's like, hey, don't get too used to it. Because when you come back together, it, you don't just every couple months take a hiatus, right? So it's kind of like with Y and I in this quote marriage long distance, right? We hadn't been away from each other, dude. And you, you take into consideration quarantine, right? So dude, Y and I were literally together almost every fucking day for two years, like literally two years every day. So you think about going from that to like seeing each other only like six times in six months. That's a fucking, that's crazy, right? So it's almost like, hey, did I, did I get used to that? Like, how is it going to be like when he's here? Because he's come and visit for a week or so, right? But what happens when you're you're with each other all the time again? Because he's going to be working from home. He's not going to have a job. Um, he's working on creating his own job, right, is what I should say. Um, so I'm almost like, oh, fuck. You know, you're like, uh, what am I going to do when someone's sleeping in my bed? again, cause I take up the whole fucking bed now, you know, like there's things you have to kind of like unlearn almost about being in solitude. So, um, it is quite an interesting dynamic, but I do think that it allows space when needed. And I, and I think if Wyatt and I would have been together the past five and a half, six months with everything that has occurred, could it have been easier on me? Sure. Because I would have had support and help in my own home right away to like help with Maddox and stuff like that. However, I also feel like sometimes when I go through periods of stress, struggle, trial, I need alone time. I I need to be alone. I need to be in isolation. I need to process. And Wyatt is very much, um, a talker. Like he, he, if he is upset, he likes to be in someone's presence. I kind of retreat. I retreat, I regurgitate, and then I reappear. Those are my three R's. I retreat, regurgitate, and then reappear. Um, and so that's kind of where I process things to where going through everything we've gone through the past couple months, I'm almost glad that we had that space because I didn't take out anything on him. Um, there wasn't animosity because I was like depressed and he was depressed different. You know what I mean? Like we, we were able to just kind of have our space and go through it how we need to go through it. Now we still have a long road ahead, right? So relinking and not being long distance anymore, it's like, holy shit. Okay. I have to like reel this in. I have to be aware of how I'm processing emotions and I need to communicate better, right? Because now it's almost like, are we used to like not communicating as much because we just haven't had any issues, you know, because we haven't lived together? Like, I don't, I don't know. Um, so we are also in a new home. So he's coming into a new house that he's barely been at in retrospect. And so I don't want him to feel like a stranger in his own home. Right. So it's like, how can we kind of like move him in this weekend? How can I make it feel like his? Because now I have this schedule. I have this, this routine 
And he is going to, with all due respect, come and fuck it up, right? I have a way that I know to load the dishwasher. I have a way that I know how to use the washer and dryer. I know where the Tupperware goes. I know where the crock pot goes away. You know, it's like, so I know all these things and he's coming in almost like, holy shit, I I don't feel like this is my house, right? So I want to make sure that I, I kind of help him feel that way. And that can go for anyone who is maybe, like I said, spouse coming back from deployment or there's been big shifts in your life that they are now reconvening and coming back into. How can we foster an environment that makes them feel a part of it? So I hope this weekend and this coming week and weeks to come, I can involve Wyatt in things such as, you know, organizing his clothes. So like, where do his clothes go in our closets, in the dresser? Because right now, they're they're all mine, you know? <laughs> I've had two two fucking walk-in closets in a in a whole ass dresser to myself. I gotta get my shit together. Same with the bathroom. I have I have my side, which you know, okay, but then I've I've uh I've <laughs> I've taken up about 90% of the little in-betweener cabinets, you know what I'm talking about? Where it's in between both sides of the vanity to where it's like, Hey, these are kind of still both of ours. Yeah, no, it's still just mine. So I need to focus on downsizing, throwing stuff away, better organizing, whatever to again, make him feel at home. So let's start back to like the beginning of our relationship. We were dating for, let's see, this year we'll be together for, we started dating in 15. So it'll be seven years this year. Wow, that's, holy shit, that's crazy. Yeah, because actually this is so funny, a little funny story. We met when I was 19 and he was 18. We actually met when I was 18 and he was 18, but we started dating and like hooking up when I was 19 and he was 18. Just turned, well, about to turn 90. Anyway, so I'm 19 and I turned 20 and he brings over, um, for my birthday, a pint of ice cream and a box of condoms. And that was how I went in turn 19 to 20. And that was his first gift to me. Other than one time I tweeted, this is so fucking cute. And I'll never forget this. I tweeted again, this is 2015. I tweeted, man, Sweetwater's donut sounds so good right now. And he knew my favorite donut was a Boston cream. And, uh, he, dropped off at my door, a Boston cream. I don't even think I saw him. Pretty sure my roommate brought it in and was like, this is left at our door. And I think he texted me like, I got you a donut or something. It was literally, I let him cream in me after that. No, I'm just kidding. That's so gross. We didn't do that yet. Okay. Um, but it was so sweet. So anyways, funny story, but anyway, uh, so we met when I was 19, turned 20. And then when I was going on 22, so I was 21, it was December, I actually moved into to Ohio with his parents. So we had been dating for about a year and a half. I moved to Ohio with his parents because I had an unpaid internship opportunity um, when I was 21, like I said, almost 22. So from Dece- November, eh, December of 2017, um, wait, no, I'm sorry. December of 2016, all the way to December of 2018, I lived with, or I'm sorry, 16 to 17. I lived with his family. I was in Ohio. 
I would, don't get me wrong, dude. I drove a lot to see him. Um, but I was working 40 hours a week and then I ended up taking the position because one of the girls went on maternity leave. And at this point I like needed a real job, right? I graduated college and I was trying to start Desby fit training. Like I kind of had a small business going, but I didn't really know what the fuck I was doing. And so I would travel back to college to see him. So I'd kind of like still get this college experience while being graduated. And I didn't feel crummy about it because I was still pretty young. Right. So I was like, mm, fuck it. Um, so it was a blast. I mean, we still had fun. It was very hard though, because I remember during that time, um, I, I genuinely didn't know if we were meant to be together. I was, um, I was struggling. We would argue when I was gone because I'd be so mad that I couldn't be there. Here he is fucking sexy. You know, I, I just, I love my husband. I think he is so handsome. So here he is in college, looking all hot, being a football player. I'm not around. He's still going out to the bars. He's still going partying. He's still living college life. So those weekends I couldn't be there. I carried so much resentment against him and annoyance that here I am busting my ass like an adult in my technical last semester of college. And then, you know, post-graduation and he just gets to do whatever he wants. And so there was this weird, like we're in different parts of life stage. And that was really difficult. So if you find yourself there right now, you know, maybe you're a little bit ahead of your partner and they're, they're kind of just do, I don't even want to say ahead. Say you're just in a different part of life, right? It, it can be very hard to find a relative scale between you two. It's, it's tough. It's tough. So that was difficult. On top of that, guys, guess what? I was prepping. Yeah. I went back into prep and I was a fucking bitch. All right. Prepping, competing is the most selfish shit you can do. And guess what? It made me who I am and I'm not ashamed of it. However, looking back, I was a literal cunt and uh, it was not cute. And I'm very grateful that Wyatt stood by my side and believed in me and what I was doing and believed in just my athletic ability and my ability to become a pro, et cetera, because if I would have just been a bitch who never won, oh my God, I would have hated myself. Like, I don't know how you can do that stuff and not care if you win or not, because it is way too hard. To, it's way too hard to just do it as a sport and be like, um, I don't care if I win. No, 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 no. That's my mentality though. If I don't win, I don't fucking do it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that is my toxic trait. So anyway, fast forward, that's 2017, 2018, January, I moved back in to my grandma's house. Now this is about an hour away from Wyatt still. So he's still in college until mid 2018, right? Cause he's a year behind me. So he graduates in like, I think it was, you know, what, April, May of 2018. So here I am prepping to go pro. We were in a better relationship point, don't get me wrong, um, because he was done with football. Football was over. Um, he's kind of, you know, got to figure out what he wants to do in his professional career now. Um, he was trying to go for the NFL. So he started, I don't want to say he bucked up a little bit, but, you know, it kind of hit him. Hey, I'm not just a football player anymore. I got to become an adult at 22, right? It's like, that's fucked up. Anyway, so here we are. Um, still long distance and uh, we're making it work though. During this time, during my prep, I was um, 
like I said, I was fucked up. I stopped taking birth control, which I thought would help me like kind of sexually, you know, it wasn't because I was still so deep in a deficit. I was cutting, I was prepping. I had a goal in mind. I didn't want to be touched. I didn't want to touch. I, it was and it again, kind of strained our physical relationship because we fucked like bunnies, you know, you know, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And I know you're nodding your head. You're like, girl, I get it. The beginning of them relationships. Holy shit. I'm like, how did I have that much sex? How did I have time for that much sex? How, oh my God. You know what I mean? God damn. Those, te- those teenage to early 20 hormones are just on a different shit. So after I got off birth control and I'm here, I'm prepping, um, he ends up graduating, you know, fast forward. So again, I'm a bitch because I can't eat. I go to his graduation party, can't eat anything. And I, I'm just, I'm miserable. I'm miserable, but I have a fucking goal. You know what I'm saying? And again, Wyatt rode with me through that. He knew what my goal was. He knew what I was doing on Instagram. My business had started taking off. You know, he stood by my side and I stand him for that. So fast forward to May, he graduates. All of a sudden, here I am making money. I have a job. I've created a business for myself. I'm working for myself. I'm crushing it. I'm fucking crushing it. And I feel, start feeling like he's not pulling his weight, right? He doesn't have a job. He plays Xbox all the time. He just graduated college. I I gave him no sympathy, to be honest. I, again, I was in prep and I was a bitch. So again, 2018, I started second guessing our relationship again. You know, I'm, I'm thinking marriage, right? This could be marriage. This could be marriage. So May to June, when he graduated to June, I had a really hard month. I had a really hard month. It was right before I went pro. It was the end of my prep, which no excuses. However, there was just a lot of mental stuff going on. And I had a lot of outside noise from other people. And it was just like, I, I didn't know if, was this supposed to be forever? I felt like Wyatt graduating and us being around each other again. I didn't know who we were right? Because again, we're reestablishing who we are together because we've had so much time apart. Again, like a year and a half. So all of a sudden, Wyatt gets a job. He, he shows me, you know, what he's been doing, whatever. And, and we've had, we had really hard talks. We had really, we had really hard conversations during that time. And I knew in my heart, I could, I, he was the one. I knew it. It was just a weird fucking time for me. So here I am. Fast forward. We're now July. I went pro. I got my titties done. (laughs) And then um, he loved me again. No, I'm just kidding. We ended up moving to Florida. When we were in Florida, things were decent um, between us. We ended up getting engaged. We're on cloud nine. Things were awesome. Um, The only thing that sucked was like we had no one. And I say we, like we both struggled. And I've, I've talked about this in an episode a while ago, my $15,000 mistake. Um, I think it's back in December, November. Um, I, I was going through a lot of men, mental health turmoil. Um, I, I was unwell. Let me just say that. I don't even want to go into detail. You guys can listen to that episode and see where I was at, but I was not okay. We were not okay. Wyatt hated his job but he needed his job. Um, we hated living in Florida because we were not around anyone. We were next to the highest like retirement city of the fucking world. Stupid. We had nothing but old people. The gym we worked out at kind of sucked. 
looking back, it was decent, but it was just the location of where we were at sucked. During this time, I really dove headfirst in my business um, and fucking finessed. I mean, I, I created an app. I hired employees. Like I did a lot of shit in Florida that I'm very proud of. And again, Wyatt and I both, we kind of, that was our time where we kind of just put our head down. We had some great memories. Don't get me wrong. Um, one of my favorite memories is us. It was the weekend before we got married. Um, we went down to the beach. We got a day. We got fucking shit faced, um, down at the beach. We Ubered back, had sex on the couch, eating pizza. I mean, it was just the most picture perfect day for me to get, you know, send off. I drove to Michigan. I'm sorry. I drove to Ohio to get married and, and then we met up and got married, you know, whatever. Anyways, just great memories. You know, don't get me wrong. Um, that was where I got high and tripped so fucking hard. Um, and by tripped, I mean, I hallucinated off of a fucking edible. Okay. No hard drugs, (laughs) no hard drugs, a fucking edible just like tore me up. Um, and so that's kind of like, again, just memories, fun times. We dieted together. It was kind of cute. You know, we both transformed together for our wedding and, and whatever. So once we moved back again, so we're already in the end of 2019, turn the page to 2020. I think we all know where this goes. I, I get pregnant. We go into quarantine. We have a kid. We have a NICU, a NICU baby. We have a preemie baby. We are together for then two years, right? So right as we got reacquainted with being um, together, because again, Wyatt then quit his job, which he worked from the office, right? So it's like, we kind of had this balance of just, hey, we're adults. You know, you go to work and I see you after, you know, it was, it was, it was good, right? Because like he, we didn't see each other all day. So it was kind of like when you saw each other, we're like, hi babe. hi, babe, how was work? You know, whatever. Most of the time he would come in and I'd be crying, but we'll talk about that. So um, fast forward, we're with each other all the time during quarantine. Honestly, if there was a time to get divorced, (laughs) it would have been fucking quarantine. Okay. Holy shit. We were together all the time. Um, he worked from home, worked in the basement, came up again. I was pregnant, had a baby learning how to do this mom stuff on my own. It was just, it was a huge transition, huge transition. Um, and then, you know, obviously fast forward here we are now we had long distance. So this past long distance, um, like I said, kind of already prefaced, you know, it was good for us post quarantine. We're both kind of wrapping up our loose ends where we got to go. You know, he was able to spend time with his family who he was going to be leaving to move to Michigan. Um, and I can honestly say that the, the most Granted, he is an only child, right? So he doesn't have like siblings and he really loves my family as well. And I love his vice versa, but I don't have like a in-law there, right? Like other than my mother-in-law, that's literally my only in-law. My father-in-law lives in Florida. And then, like you said, he has no siblings. So I don't have like a sister-in-law, brother-in-law, et cetera. So him moving here was probably the most selfless act. But in order to do that, we had to take some risks. Um, And so we're doing that. And, and, and now we have to deal with additional medical bills. Great. However, we're going to make it and we're going to do great. And I believe in Wyatt and he, he's always believed in me and it's my turn to believe in him. You know what I'm saying? So that is where we're at. Um, I think that the, the premise of our story is just to show that even in someone who the first time I kissed him, I knew it was forever. Like I can't, I can't even replicate my emotions during that day that night when I kissed him, it was like the best kiss I've ever fucking had. And even to this day, he is a 
phenomenal kisser. Like just, I, I'm like getting horny talking about him. <laughs> I'm like not kidding, but I'm kidding. Like I just, I am, ew, why am I tearing up? No, we're not doing this again this episode, but I'm just so excited to have him back. Um, I've just missed the dick so much. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, but it has just been really hard. And so if you're someone who's gone through long, long distance, um, you know, to go through those periods of questioning, right? It's almost like that, the, the five stages of um, grief, right? You're like denial. You're kind of like bargaining and then you're like optimistic and then you like get over it. It's kind of the same thing with long distance. It's like you're in a good headspace. Woo. This is great. Kind of have some independence, whatever. And then you go into stage two where, where you're almost like in denial, like, oh yeah, he'll be back next week. And then he like never comes back or like, you know, you're like, oh, it's actually a year from now. And then you go into like bargaining, like, well, maybe if he comes this weekend, then I can go next. Like, so you, then your long distance experience starts to dwindle because you want to try to not make it long distance and see each other as much as possible. Um, but I think over those periods of time, it's okay to question, is this relationship what I want? And I think to do that soul searching and to do that deep dive into yourself and wonder that is very applicable. I think we're all in this in this period of life where as much as people are putting off marriage, putting off having babies and waiting maybe a little bit longer than say our parents did, we're still in this phase where it's still rushed. Um, because again, society, Instagram, all these things make us feel behind. So when you're someone going through long distance, I mean, take advantage of it. Take advantage of that time to, to sit with yourself and, you know, is this what I want forever? Is this who I want forever? Um, cause I don't, I don't know about you guys, but I know my goal is to only get married once. I feel like that's what most of our goal is. Um, so it's like, how can I make sure that I'm following and going to meet that goal? Um, well, taking time to sit with yourself and sit with your feelings is, is a pretty good fucking start. Now, when you haven't seen someone for a while, I can see where the, the emotions can be maybe a little bit off putting. Number one, maybe you think you don't miss them and then you, you see them and you're like, Oh fuck, dude, I do. I, I love them so much. But then on the other hand, maybe you, you are away from them for so long. You miss them, you miss them, you miss them. And then they come back and you're like, Oh, it's not what I remembered. So allow that to happen. Allow to allow yourself to process that. Um, if and if that means that you need to, this sounds terrible, but if that means that you guys gotta like fuck and see how you feel, then then do your thing. You know, like don't. I I don't want to say force yourself, but if you're kind of in that place where you're like, am I physically attracted to you anymore? Feel it out. Literally feel it out. You know what I'm saying? So there's so many different ways to go about long distance, but I think the main thing here is to remember that it's not, I don't think it's for the worse. I think if you can make it through long distance, I think if you can then come and reconvene and make it through quarantine, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But if you can come and reconvene and make it through the next stage of your guys' relationship, that's a good sign to me. You know, keep going. Um, there's obviously something there. But I also can confidently say that Wyatt and I have never, ever, ever, ever had an inkling of thinking about other people. I, and again, that sounds even terrible to say, like, I hate even saying that, but I feel like sometimes people that get in long distance relationships start to res, 
resort back to like their exes or, you know, maybe they're at the bar and they're like, Ooh, that guy was cute. Let me like fake, fake flirt, you know, whatever. So I can confidently say that like, why and I've never done that. Like I've known that like he is mine and and I'm his, you know? So I can't relate to that side where it's like, well, Des, what do I do if I have an attraction for someone else? Um, but I, I will say that, and this is from people who have just submitted on like the tell me a secrets or, um, they ask for advice. A lot of questions come up. Well, Des, I'm in long distance relationship, but I'm thinking, or I've had a dream about this person or whatever. I, I, again, I have a lot of fucked up dreams. Don't get me wrong. But again, confidently, if there's anyone I'm fucking in my dreams, it's usually Wyatt. And I know that's crazy, but like, I just, we really get it on. Okay. I'll be very transparent there. So again, if you're someone who has dreamed about an ex or something of that matter, um, and I'm not saying I never have, it's just not frequent for me. So if, it, if, if I were to happen once, um, and it were to be like my ex and I were together, I'd be like, I'd wake up and be like, Whoa, that was weird. Okay. Moving on. So unless you're one that's having these dreams and then acting upon them in real life, dreams don't really mean much. I know people want to get into like, what does my dream mean? And they fucking Google it and they're like, oh my God, I'm supposed to get divorced, you know, or, oh my God, and I'm failing, you know, whatever. I don't, I don't read into stuff like that because I think dreams are just such a deep, deep, deep consciousness that most likely we never, ever actually tap into when we're awake. So like, enjoy your dreams, wake up. And if you decide to act upon shit, then yeah, there could be an issue if you're attracted to someone else. Um, but a lot of times attraction only comes physical form. You know, I, I mean, why and I walk past women specifically all the time and I'm like, dude, she's fucking hot. And he'll be like, yeah, she's very gorgeous. And like, then that's it. Did he go home and jack off to her? No. You know what I mean? Like, and again, that sounds so like disgusting, but you, you can still find attraction in someone and honor the way that they look and and how beautiful they are or handsome without wanting to jump their bones and, and make it weird in your relationship. Right? So if you're someone long distance, and you're having these thoughts about someone, uh, there's a difference in, there's a huge difference in emotional cheating. That's just all I'm going to say. And I I don't know how I would even begin to break that down because I don't have like a prompt in front of me to like really dive into that. But I do not believe that in like long distance relationships or in relationships, you can really like emotionally cheat. Now, if you start to withdraw from relationship emotionally while having these other emotional thoughts, that's different. But if you're someone who just sees someone, you're like, "Hmm, wow, they're, they, even if you say, wow, they're fucking sexy. Okay, cool. Move on. You know what I mean? But if you, if you see that person, you go, wow, they're fucking sexy. And then from that day forward, you start to mentally and emotionally withdraw from your current relationship, then sure, that could be an issue. Right. Um, so long distance in general can really be for the better. In my opinion, I think no matter what it's for the better, because if we're thinking of half glass, half full, even if you end up breaking off whatever relationship you're in because of long distance, I would confidently still say that long distance was for the better because it showed you what you needed to be doing, where you needed to be, who you needed to be, 
who you needed to be doing. You know what I mean? So um, there's so many different insights to that. And if someone is listening and has never experienced long distance, um, I'm sorry. No, I'm just kidding. It's, it's actually a bitch, but also good for you. I hope that you never have to experience it. Um, but if you do, I don't think it's anything to be fearful for, um, is just get yourself a good fucking vibrator and, uh, you know, do your thing. Um, I told you guys again, a few episodes, quite a few episodes back. It was my first time, um, episode. You guys should also listen to it. Um, my vibrator saved me. Okay. She really came through. Lalo came through. Um, and I was able to still like kind of mentally put myself with Wyatt without physically being with him. And, And like that was enough for me, you know? So the physical part you'll get through. I promise you can go a few months without dick. If you're, if someone's deployed, you can go a few months without it as well. And I'm not even just saying dick. Maybe it's puss. Maybe it's that tangy tang. Maybe, maybe it's that punani. May, whatever it is, whatever you have to give up, <laughs> you will make it. You will survive. I promise. Um, but that's just kind of like my experience long distance. That's my experience in my relationship. Um, and I'm just, I'm so grateful to have gone through it twice. I think marriage was a little bit harder um, because you add in a son. I found myself very envious of when he would be like him as in Wyatt would be able to go out and go to parties with his family, you know, family events, family gatherings, um, or he'd go, you know, fucking golfing or shit like that. And I'm like, cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm at home with the baby. Um, but you know what? It forced me into a period of growth. It forced me into a period of finding a nanny, um, to have help, to ask for help, to be okay having help. Um, after caretaking for Maddox for 15 months by myself, you know, that's a huge step to let someone into your son's life as a nanny when you've done nothing but be with him every fucking day, every waking hour since he was born. Um, but it's been going great. And even now, you know, I've, I've seen him quite a bit, you know, I see him through the house when I work. Um, and then I take my time and I close the door and I do my work and then I go out and visit whatever. So I see him all day, but he's taken care of and he's having fun. And, and you know, my nanny, she's so great. Um, she's literally taught him like sign language and he's speaking more words because she, number one, she's a speech pathologist. So I kind of cheated on that, <laughs> but, um, he's played with all day, right? It, I work a job. It's, it's just not easy for me to sit there and do all that stuff with him all day. So by the time I'm done working and she leaves, it's me and him all night. You know, it's, it's great. I get to relax cause I don't have to work until 8 PM. Um, and you know, kind of do stuff in between and put him put him here and put him there so that he doesn't bother me. He just gets to get all of his energy out. And then I get to hang out with him the rest of the night. And it's been really great. So when Wyatt gets here, we're still keeping the nanny. Um, so Wyatt can really start diving into his endeavor. And when we don't have her and Wyatt needs to help and, you know, we're doing this parenting thing together now, that's what we fucking do. You know, it's, it's great. And I think that it's going to be so special to be back together and, um, just be able to like re-elevate our marriage. You know, we've had a tough go since we've been together, um, in marriage, we've just had a, a rough couple years with 
just how our cards have been dealt. And I just truly believe once the baby's here and once we are just complete as a family, we're just, we're going to fall into another chapter of life. That's going to be so fucking cool. Um, and just awesome. And I'm, I'm really excited. I'm excited to see why it thrive. I'm excited to see him happy in a way that he hasn't been in a while. Um, you know, s- corporate America's fucking drained him, but he's, he's doing it now, you know, he's really doing it. So I'm excited. Um, so anyways, when you're listening to this, Wyatt will already be 26 and will already be home and, um, I'm already pregnant, so nothing worse can really come from it. Um, but we are so excited to be back together and, uh, thank you guys for supporting us during this time, even from apart and just like listening to my podcasts and laughing along with the jokes. Um, it's been so funny to, to see, but now it's finally come to an end. Wyatt and I are finally back together and there's no more speculation of divorce or polygamy or, um, Wyatt working for Tesla and going up with NASA to SpaceX and (laughs) all this shit. Um, but it's been a fun time. So thank you guys for listening again. Be sure that you, um, give a five-star rating on Spotify and then leave a review and rate on Apple. I would appreciate it. It takes, it literally takes two seconds to just, you know, pink, push that five star, share this with your friend, share this with a friend, share a previous episode with a friend, maybe not even this one, you know, scroll through. I have a lot of really great episodes. Um, and if there's one that I can recommend to anyone right now, it's, um, fuck bitches, be happy. That is, or fuck bitches, get happy. One of my favorite episodes ever. I've actually uploaded it twice, um, because I did like a throwback and I reposted it, so to speak. Cause it was just, it's such a good one. Everyone loves it. Everyone's listened to it. It's one of my highest rated streamed episodes. Um, so definitely go listen to that one and send it to a friend today. You never know who needs it. Um, but thank you guys for all the support as always. I can't wait to hit 2 million streams with you guys this year. I'm manifesting it. Um, so keep listening. Love you guys. And I'll see you next week.